0: مُحَمَّدٍ Allah says in the Quran وَالَّذِينَ جَاهُدُوا فِينا And those who strive and exert themselves in the path to please Allah لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلُنَا Allah says that we, we Allah Allah Ta'ala uses we, it means that Allah, Allah wants to express His grandeur and His majesty Allah is saying that I, Allah, in my grandeur and majesty, That I will surely, assuredly guide them سُبْلَلَىٰ to many, many paths that will lead to me. So this is our hope, that maybe we spend ten days and ten nights in jahud, in mujahada, like Nabi alaihi wasallam. المجاهد من جاهد nafsah. It's one meaning, that we to strive against our nafs, battle our nafs and exert ourselves in the ibadat and zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so to facilitate that for you we have not left this sunnah itikaf unstructured this is a structured sunnah itikaf program like I explained to you earlier it's a khanaka tazkiya program what I want first is to go through the schedule with you and tell you what exactly I want you to be doing what you're supposed to be doing first we will give you the good news hmm so Allah first I will give you the good news then I will try to take away as much of that good news as I can you will understand when I tell you so what is the good news so you look at the word sleep so 7 to 10.30 a.m. that's three and a half hours of sleep But if you look above, I snuck in the word rest. So for some of you, rest means sleep. So I want to show you first how much you could potentially sleep before you then tell me we made a difficult program. So I'm going to assume you sleep every time I say rest. And I'm going to count it up for you and show me how many hours we've potentially left for you to sleep. So 6.10 to 7.00, let's say even I make it 6.30, all right? So 6.30 to 10.30, that's four hours. Then you go down and look at 2 o'clock. Sleep, 2 from 3.40. Let's say I just make it 3.30, so that's one and a half hours. So 4 plus one and a half is five and a half hours. That I want you to scroll down again and you will see sleep. So let's say you are in the Masjid Upper Hall and middle, so you get two and a half hours. So two and a half hours plus one and a half hours is four plus another four is eight. All right. Then I know there was the word rest somewhere here also. Here, okay. eight hours. There's no way you should be sleeping eight hours in an ithakaf program. But I've enabled you to do that should you so wish. Imam al-Ghazali Rimullah, Imam al-Ghazali rimullah said the absolute, absolute most that a person should sleep in 24 hours is eight hours. Otherwise, a person should try to sleep six hours in 24 hours. And you ask the people of dunya, you ask the CEOs of this world, the chief surgeons of this world, how much they sleep in 24 hours? oh they sleep four hours of 24 hours. And there was a time when the al-Deen were stronger than ahle dunya. Yes, there was a time like that. That al-Deen were stronger than ahle dunya. If the CEO slept four hours, the alam slept three hours. If the surgeon slept four hours, the alam slept two hours. There was a time like that. Hmm? There are mashaikh, ulama, akabr. They also just slept three to four hours. So for you, let's say, if I was to be balanced, so six hours. But I've put enough in there that you could sleep eight. Alright? So I showed you this first, so it's not a difficult schedule. When we say the word sleep, Obviously that means sleep-slash-rest-slash-your private time. So it's expected that you will use some of that private time to make the ibadah of Allah subhanahu Other than that then, there is scheduled time for ibadah. So now let us look at that again. After Fajr, uh, Fajr jama'at will be at 5.45 a.m. Roughly 15 to 20 minutes after the time when you will have to stop eating. Let me explain this to you also. Sometimes people have this question that in the calendar it says that Fajr is 5.28. So why does it say end suhur at 5.25? There's a reason for this. There's a reason for this. If Fajr starts at 5.28, that means you should stop eating at 5.27 because Fajr starts at 5.28, so you should stop eating at 5.27 Then any calculation can be plus plus minus one minute off, so then make it 526. Then your own watch might be plus minus one minute off, so therefore it's made 525. So there's a wisdom in this. There's a wisdom in that. Alright? Okay. After Fajr, there is a small dars of approximately 10 minutes, right, where we will read out and explain briefly to you. a passage from a work from a great muhaddis, he was a great shafi fiqhi and muhaddis Imam Al-Bayhaq so he had this book on the branches of iman based actually on a hadith of Nabi Karim ﷺ, that there are 70 odd 70 some branches of iman after that we have left it open ideally you will do some ibadah and stay up and pray ishrak, and go to sleep that ibadah might be Surah Yasin, that ibadah might be General Salah of Qur'an, that ibadah might be Zikr Mrakabah, that ibadah might be 40 Durud and salam, some ibadah, and pray Salat al ishak and sleep. But there will be some times and some nights and some people that you will be very tired. Maybe you were up the entire night. So in that case, we said, okay, you could also rest and sleep at that time. All right? 11 a.m., we give Bayan here in the masjid, but the Addressing the women. So this is called Ladies Beyond. But it's here in the Masjid. And the men listen as well. Right? Uh, But the topics are overall generally addressed to the women. So that is from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. That's why we have you waking up at 10.30. The reality is that some of you are in Masjid basement. I know this. That you skip Ladies Beyond. Yes. So it's not my... Habit to force someone There are some other khankas, mashallah. They will have appointed people to drag you out And bring you upstairs Right But we'd rather that you listen at your own will And wish you will benefit more If you wake up and you come and listen Because you want to Alright That is why I was told that a lot of them Are selecting the basement And you know we went through great planning To see how many maximum of you We could fit in the masjid Hall and Alhamdulillah, the Mutawallian community they agreed to this request of ours. Otherwise, those of you who were last year remember that everybody was in the basement. So I felt no that we should put maximum in the hall, right? So, here tonight that's not my area, but the administration people will give you your final allocations tonight as to where you will be assigned, right? Here, the bayan ends at 12 noon. From 12 noon to 1 p.m. This is another time for you to do ibadah. 1 o'clock is Adhan. One fifteen is the Salah. After that we do a brief dars. Before this used to be durs of Fazal-e-Amal. But I, Allah Ta'ala put in my heart that A Shaykhul Ali Muhammad, Zakariya, Khandi has many great works of which fazal Amal is but one. So I thought every year we take you a little bit through a work. Because there were some friends, brothers who were here last year and they felt that they understood, let's say, Fazali amal for the first time in their life. That's what they told me after they heard it. So I said, okay, you better understand the rest of the books also. So this year we picked Fazali sadakat. e sadakat. And then I'll explain to you when we do it for the first time. Then khatmah Khwajagan is the only collective zikr we will be doing, sp- collective spoken zikr. I will explain that to you tomorrow when we do it, and we will make a short dua. Then from 2 to 3:40, you have a sunnah nap. This is that sleep that I, have, I will insist that you do sleep. This is not that sleep that, okay, you can also do ibadah. This one we want you to sleep at this time. Number one, it is the sunnah of Nabiya Number two, by sleeping at this time, you will be fresh for Taraweeh. You will be more alert in the night bayan. You will be more alert in the night majlis. Alright? Then there will be Asr Adhan. After the Adhan, they have requested that you store away all the mattresses and bedding. Obviously, if you're in the upper level of masjid, then all that has to go away because people are going to come pray Salah. If you're in the masjid basement, it has to go away because that's where they're going to serve you dinner after Maghrib. So you have to store your mattresses and bedding after Asr Adhan. So you wake up, you store mattresses bedding, you make wudu, you come here. Ideally, try to pray the four sunnas before. Here you make ghair hmm? mm. Then 415 will be asir jamat. Then, after asir, like you already experienced today, there will be bayan and then collective dua. And then there will be time left for individual dua. Then there will be maghrib. And what happens after maghrib, you've already seen today. Alright? Uh, no, sorry. So, after maghrib, then the, you and then you will eat and then you come back and then you try to get here as early as you can you make zikr ibadah until isha after isha taraweeh after taraweeh five to ten minute gap then kirat then beyond zikr and dua then like you saw tonight about a one hour gap then there will be majzs majzs here we will be talking to you about zikr about the sawwuf about tazkiah about uliya about Mashaik, about sul explaining these things Tonight I'm going to keep you all together. After tonight, what will happen for a few nights is those of you who have come for the first time or new, then you will start with the introductory majzahs, most likely in the mustard rear. And those who have been with us for one, two, three years, we will continue here. And then after one, two nights, you will merge back again. You will merge back again. When the m- After this majzahs ends, which is around... Roughly twelve fifteen twelve thirty, then from that time all the way till suhoor is the time that you may sleep or do ibadah. You will do a mix of both, all right. And some nights you may try to do ibadah all night. Some nights you may do ibadah half the night. Some nights you may need to rest more. But try, like I said, to push yourself a little bit in these nights. So this is the explanation of the schedule. Friday and Sunday is slightly different but you can understand it by reading it yourself. All right. Now to review the guidelines that i had given to you, how you spend your time here in case some of you missed it after Asr. Number one guideline was to stay away from the screen, the phone, the SMS, the WhatsApp entirely, completely as much as you can so that you can have a complete disconnect from dunya in these 10 days and 10 nights. Second guideline that was given was to be Quiet, Hmm? to be quiet, silent, not to interact, not to talk, not to chat, not to loiter, not to linger, Hmm? as much as you can, as much as you can, to speak in hushed tones when you're in the masjid, to have the adab of the masjid. To try to revive the adab of the masjid in your heart and in this place at every level of this place. Now I want to give you... There was a third thing I told you. After Asr. Yes. Third thing was that as much of your time as possible my recommendation is to spend the time in this masjid prayer hall. Try to avoid going to the masjid middle area where they will serve you food. Try to avoid going to masjid basement if you feel that you have less feelings down there. Some of you may feel equally down there. Try to think, watch your heart. Be in those places, do those worships that make you feel more feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now there are a few more things I want to tell you about how to spend your time. What ibadah should you do? So there's a large range of ibadah you can do many times people try to pray their qaza salah if they have any in itikaf but you should do that a little bit little bit pray salatul Tasbir. tasbih you want to recite Quran try to recite one juz every day hundred times istighfar, hundred times the rutrif. and in our Hankah and the teachings of our Nakshaband, they teach zikra kalbi that is called muraqaba I will explain that to you shortly those of you already know what this is. You want to try to do at least one to two hours of maraqa a day. One to two hours. You easily will have enough time to do that. You may do half an hour here, half an hour there. You may get one hour at night. It's when you do it for long periods of time that you will finally get the feeling. You will get the feel of it. You will get the hang of it. So many of you who are already students on this path of zikr, year round, you are only able to do it for ten minutes. 5 minutes, 15 minutes then there were days when you skipped it days that you missed it so that wasn't enough of a momentum for you to build the feeling of zikr of Allah in your heart so here you will be here for 10 days and 10 nights you will not miss it you will not skip it you are here, you have free time so you won't do it just for 5, 10 minutes you will try to do it for 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes at a stretch you want to see how you feel how deep you can go Like the person who is digging for gold. So he keeps digging, keeps digging, keeps digging. Why? Because he knows there's gold. So there's a gold called Iman in your heart. There's a gold called love for Allah in your heart. There's a gold called Yaqeen in your heart. There's a gold called Zikr in your heart. So Muraqabah is the digging. So you sit and you keep sitting and you keep digging. And then inshallah ta'ala you will strike gold. Then you've seen the gold digger, when he strikes gold, what happens to him? The very first time he strikes gold, now he has more yaqeen. Because he's seen the first speck of gold. Hmm? Now he has more yaqeen, now he digs all the more. So when you first strike gold, what is gold in zikr? Gold means fana. Gold means that you forget all dunya. Gold means that you are able to remember Allah. This is called fana. In Qur'an it's called tabattul. وَذْكُرْ إِسْمَ wa tabdila. Make zikr of the name of your Rabb. وَتَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ tabdila And focus on his name so much that everything else goes out of focus. Remember his name so much that everything else you forget. This is called fana also in Arabic. tabtul tabdil. This is what you're chasing. You're chasing, you've come here to chase this fana. So you want to practice this muraqabah. Muraqabah means to make niyat in your heart. That Ya Allah, now I'm free and I want to remember only you. I want to forget dunya. So I close my eyes to shut off the world. I close my mind to shut off my thoughts. It's not meditation. Meditation means to disconnect from the world and connect to yourself. Zikr is not meditation. Meditation means to disconnect from the world and connect to yourself. Zikr means, Zikrullah means to disconnect from the world and disconnect from yourself and to connect to Allah. That's why in the method of Zikr of our mashaykh, there's nothing to do with breathing, heartbeat, pulse. All of this is yourself. Yourself is Ghirullah. It's all Ghirullah. So you want to forget all Ghayrullah, Ghayr means everything other than Allah tala And you want to only remember Allah. So to only and only remember Allah Swanta, you need something to focus on. You need something to focus on. So what we will focus on is his name. Because his name has barakah tabarak as Full of barakah is the name of your Rabb And what is the ultimate blessing and barakah of his name Is that when you make zikr of his name You actually are making zikr of him When you remember the name You are ultimately remembering the named one The being who is named with that name so this is also one way you can understand who is Allah. Allah is that being who is named by the name Allah. This is another way we understand Allah. You don't need to conceptualize. Sometimes university kids say, what does Allah look like? La huh? No, that's how you imagine things in dunya. Oh, what does it look like? What does an apple look like? What does this look like? Huh? This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's a higher level of conceptualization. It's not tasawwur. What does Allah look like? It's, t- it's tasmiyyah. It's that being who is named with the name Allah. That's how we understand Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Allahu Akbar. That you're going to make zikr of that being whose name is Allah. How you make zikr of that being by making zikr of His name. that's why Allah said, Wadkur isma Rabbiq bukrotun wa asila, and another verse in Quran. Remember the name of your Rabb morning and evening. So this is what you will do here. You will make zikr of Allah Taala's name. So you won't say it with your tongue. You will make niyat that your kalb, your spiritual heart, not your physical heart that pumps blood. qalb is your spiritual heart. Spiritual heart means heart of the ruh. One is the heart of the body. One is the heart of the ruh. You will make niyat that the heart of the ruh is making zikr of Allah's name. And you will just sit in that intention. To sit in that intention, to keep yourself firm and fast in that intention, to remain focused on that intention, that's called Muraqabah. That's the zikr we want you to practice here. Because you see zikr of the tongue, we can make it and it is beneficial to us. But our problem is, is that because our hearts have become so ghafil, So we do make zikr of Allah with our tongue, we may recite different tasbihat, but still our heart isn't in it. Our heart is absent, our heart is thinking of dunya, our heart is distracted. So therefore that zikr of the tongue doesn't have its maximum effect on us. It has an effect, but doesn't have maximum effect on us. This is the problem that we have in our salah. We pray salah. What is salah? We're making zikr with our tongue reciting Surah Al-Fatihah, reciting Subhan Rabbil Azim, reciting Subhan Rabbil Allah, but it doesn't affect our heart. Why? Because our heart was absent in Salah. Our heart was wandering in Salah. Our heart was blank in Salah. So the heart, the cure for this ghafla of the heart, the cure for the ghafla of the heart is the zikr of the heart. The cure for the emptiness and absent-mindness of the heart is the zikr of the heart. With zikr, the zikr of Allah's name. وَذْكُرْ إِسْمَ رَبِّكْ وَتَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ tabdila So you will sit in maraqabha. Try to sit for one hour a day. Those of you who are old, sit two hours a day. Sit before salah, after salah, in the night, in the day. Go deep into the zikr. Then you will feel some connection to Allah subhanahu Wa Ta-A'la. All you have to do is connect to His name, you will become connected to Him. Once you connect to His name, you will be connected to Him. So you work on this Murakabha. Let me explain this concept to you a bit more. Of Fana. What is Fana? So imagine this. Let's begin at the beginning. What's the worst case a person could be? So the very worst case a person can be is that their heart is 100% attached to dunya and 0% attached to Allah. That's the worst case they could be. 100% attached to dunya and 0% attached to Allah Taala. So now they need to fix this. How will they fix this? Ibadat, dua, itikaf. So you went fasting. To all these things that we're doing in these days and nights, taraweeh, all of these things will start Attaching our heart to Allah Ta'ala. So that 0% will go away. Ibadat, zikr, fast. Attaching your heart to Allah Ta'ala. Then automatically, automatically, as your kalm gets more attached to Allah Ta'ala, your heart that starts getting less attached to dunya. So that 100% attachment to dunya, that will go down. 0% attachment to Allah Ta'ala, that went up. Now normal situations, what's supposed to happen? Other than itikaf. Normal situations, you are supposed to try to maximize it while working, while studying, while teaching, while shopping, while interacting, engaging in society. Maximize it. Try to remember Allah ta'ala as much as you can. But what happens is that sometimes a person wants what? that No, I want 100%. I want my heart to be 100% attached to Allah and I want to be 0% attached to dunya. That's called fana. Now fana, you can't live your whole life like that. That's why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Islam." You cannot be a monk or a nun. So they go for fana and they do their whole life like that. In monastery, convent, no. So for us, fana is not a way of life. Fana is a temporary stage. A process through which we purify our heart. That is called fana. So there are different ways to get that. One wonderful, excellent way is to get it in itikaf. This is fana. That's why we're here. This is why we seclude from the world. All the masail and adab of itikaf are about this. Don't talk extra. Don't leave masjid. Right? To get complete disconnect from the dunya, so you get 100% connection to Allah Ta'ala. So this should be amongst our niyats, our intentions that we make when we're here. That I'm spending 10 days and nights, Ya Rab, to try to get this fana. Fana fil So fana in Arabic, it means the person loses themselves in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. They become absorbed in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. They're drowning in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. They erase themselves and the awareness of their self because they're completely aware of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The awareness of Allah Ta'ala erases the awareness of the dunya. The awareness of Allah Ta'ala erases their awareness of their self. This is called fana. 100% connected to Allah Ta'ala and 0% connected (sighs) to the world. You should try for that in itikaf. You should try for that in itikaf. And this is Sunnah of Nabi Karim sallallahu Sunnah of Sayyidina Rasulullah is Quran and Sunnah. Don't think I'm telling you some Sufi theory. This is Quran and Sunnah. I will show you from Quran and Sunnah. Nabi Karim sallallahu When he was in the cave in Mount Terra, what was he doing? That was fanah. He could have stayed in Makkah Mukarama, in his room, and pondered upon creation, pondered upon Allah Ta'ala. No. He said, I need that disconnect Zero percent connection to dunya. So I will leave makumokarma. I need zero percent. I will climb this mountain. Okay, you're in the mountain on top of the hill. No, still I need hundred percent disconnect. I will find a cave and go inside that cave. What is that? Zero percent. Trying to get bring dunya down to zero percent. Hmm? So then he got the connection to Allah, one hundred percent. From Qur'an and Surah Kahf, Allah Ta'ala tells us about Asabi Kahf. Why? It's not a story. It's not just a story. Anything that Allah Ta'ala puts in Qur'an is hidayah for us. We are meant to take hidayah from them. So what did they do? They were young men who were living in a society that was corrupt, that was distant from Allah Ta'ala, that was against the wishes of Allah Ta'ala. So what did they do? What they did, the first thing I told they tried to max out their connection to Allah Ta'ala while being in that society. When they did that, but they wanted more. They said, no, we want this 100%. So what did they do? They are before Nabi Karim sallallahu Alaihi wa historically. So they also left that city. They left that village, they left that home. Then what they did, they also climbed up a mountain. Then what they did, they also went inside a cave. Subhanallah, this is a hidayah for us. This is a hidayah that we need to disconnect. Now when they went, they went with the niyat to be there for some time. That's a separate part of the story that Allah Ta'ala made them sleep. Right, Allah Ta'ala put them to sleep. But their niyat was a temporary process, a stage. That we must let go and disconnect from dunya. So we get this fanah, so that we connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, let's go back to the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu So, after obviously he came down, and then he, Allah ta'ala bestowed nabua, made his nubu'ah apparent on him. We call it zuhur-nubu'ah. Allah ta'ala made his prophethood apparent to him. But he still used to have fana. What was that? That was his tahajjud salah. That was his night worship. Nabi Karim ﷺ said, li ma allahi That I have a time with Allah Ta'ala. I have a special time with Allah. What does it mean that I forget everything? This was his tahajud Salah. He used to forget every single thing in his Tahajjud Salah. He had Falah. He had Falah. So this is a stage. This is a process. So this is a wonderful chance for us. Month of Ramadan odd nights of Leilatul Qadr. It's in the state of fasting, in the niyat of fasting the next day. Making extra ibadah, taraweeh, tilawah, zikr, du'a. So we have all the ingredients, so cook it, cook it all the way and get this fanah. This is what you want. That's why we say don't talk. Don't be interested in who's around. Don't be curious about who's here. Don't be curious about how many are here. So curious about creation? No. We came in because we're curious about creator. We're curious about khalik. We're seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you try for fana. So this fana person gets in this muraqabah. Muraqabah is the zikr that brings the person to fana. Because they're not even moving their tongue. They're not even moving their lips. There's no takaluf of words, utterance, loves. Meaning, ma'na, there's no loves and no ma'na in the zikr called maraqabah. In lisani zikr there's loves and ma'na. There's some words you're saying and there's some meaning to those words. Maraqabah strips you bare of all of that. So you can go straight to fana. Subhanallah. This is the way of zikr Allah Ta'ala opened up for Hazrat Shah Bahaudin Naqshban Bukhari Namtahle. Hazrat Shah Bahaudin Naqshban Bukhari Namtahle. Allah Ta'ala inspired him with this way of zikr called zikr kalbi. To remember Allah Ta'ala from the spiritual heart Allah akbar hmm? That you should sit And beg Allah Ta'ala for fana Try to drown in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala's name hmm? Day and night this is our attempt Now what happens if a person gets this fana hmm? So they get it If a person gets it Then they want to stay in it They want to stay in it You will never want to remember the world again Once you forget it, believe me Yeah You will never want to remember the world again Once you're able to forget it And you will never want to forget Allah Ta'ala again Once you remember Him It's not possible (laughs) Once you reach this 100% zikr of Allah Ta'ala 0% zikr of dunya You will never want to come out But Ajeeb The sunnah will take you out. Yes. The sunnah will take you out. What does that mean? Because the sunnah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi continues. Yes, he had fana in the cave in Mount Hira. Yes, he had fana when he was in Tajud Salah. But his sunnah continues. And it continues all the way to something called Baqa. What does Baqa mean? Baqa means that you come out of that. And you reconnect with the world. You re-engage the world. You once again make yourself aware of the world. But your awareness of the world is different now. Now you actually, even all the way, you become 100% connected with the world again. But the difference is that this connection is lilla Fillah. Now it's for the sake of Allah, in the name of Allah, within the sharia of Allah, according to the sunnah of Rasulullah wasallam. It's a different connection. Like Nabi Karim sallallahu said that those people who meet with one another and sit with one another and part with one another only and only for Allah Ta'ala's sake so that Allah's special mercy comes on them. Those who love one another only for the sake of Allah. So Allah Ta'ala will grant them the shade of His arsh, the shade of His throne on the Day of Judgment. This is a different type of connection. So this was Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa After he would pray Tahajjud, he would go and make imamat the fajr, engage, and then engage sahaba society all day. But Baqa, that engagement with the world was only purely for the sake of Allah. So then, the in connection to the world becomes 100% again. But the second meaning of Baqa, the asa meaning of Baqa, is that that 100% zikr, it remains, it's baqi. Why? Because if you engage in the world for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, then such engagement cannot distract you from the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Such engagement does not dampen your zikr from Allah Ta'ala. So then you end up on the sunnah, which is one, your heart is 100% remains, baqi, your heart remains 100% aware of and 100% connected to Allah Ta'ala while you are still 100% 100% engaged in this world. Allah Akbar. Hmm? This is called zikr. So you're here to get fana in these 10 days. And you want to go so deep and so deep and make tawbah of all of creation. And then when you go out, you will seek bakal. You will re-engage with the world. You will re-enter the world. But you will re-enter and re-engage the world in a different way. Now you will do it insha'Allah, lillah, fillah, only for the sake of Allah. And you will do it in a way that your zikr is baqi, your zikr remains. That you keep remembering Allah ta'ala. So it's also mentioned in Quran. So, fana in Quran, waathkur isma rabbik wa ilay ilaytabtila. Baqa in Quran, rijanallah tulhihim tajaratun wala la bay'un an zikrillah. That there are such people that neither trade or commerce, nothing can distract them from the zikr of Allah. What is that? They're engaged, and they're fully engaged, buying, selling, trading, earning, that's 100% engagement. لا him. It cannot distract them one iota from the zikr of Allah, so their 100% zikr is baqi, it remains. Then Allah Ta'ala exhorts us, warns us, لَا تُلْهِكُمْ أَوْلَادُكُمْ وَلَا أَمُوَالَكُمْ أَن ذِكْرِ اللَّهُ But don't let your money, property, assets, don't let your children distract you from Allah. Don't let your engagement in the world distract you from Allah. What does it mean? Allah is saying, stay in baqa Okay, then where else do you find fana? Where will you get fana out there? Here I got an ittakaf. You will get fana out there where? It's called five times salah. That's fana. This is the system of deen. Five times a day, disconnect from the world, unplug yourself from the world, and enter in this fana. Hmm? Don't you understand? This is the whole concept of salah. Allah Ta'ala is trying to teach us the worthlessness of the world. No matter how much you think I'm accomplished, educated, how much I've earned. Oh, what a wonderful thing I've done. Allah has pulled pull the plug out from that. Five times a day, plug, unplug yourself from this career of yours, this accomplishment of yours, this work of yours, this shop of yours, this business of yours. Unplug. Hmm? Five times a day. Every day. Allah Akbar. Huh? is teaching us. And how much should you unplug? Completely enter fana pray salah and go so deep in the zikr of salah until you forget everything other than Allah five times a day fana so then a person who gets five times a day fana then in between it's all baka it's all tasawuf is in Quran and sunnah we just forgot we just forgot to the mashaykh this, this is the richness of Arabic language that they just pick one word and explains this whole thing and our problem is I say the word Fana to you. You don't understand these verses, these hadith. So no problem, no problem. We open it up for you. We're happy to show you that Fana and Bakar from the Qur'an and Sunnah, Fana and Bakar Ayn Deen, it's exactly what we're supposed to do in our deen. So this is what you're here for. This is another Niyah you should make. So the way you will practice this Fana is called Muraqaba. Muraqaba e Kalbi. I'll explain to you another meaning of muraqabah. So Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, "Inna اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَيْكُمْ That indeed Allah Ta'ala is luqib. Lukib over you. Lukib means Allah is intensely watchful. He's vigilant. He's keeping close, scrutiny, watch and vigil over you. The muraqabah means, Okay, Ya Rab, you are intensely aware of me. I simultaneously want to become intensely aware of you. That's called marakabha. So I'm going to sit. Now I'm going to make myself unaware. Close my eyes to make myself unaware of the world. Close my mind to become unaware of my thoughts. Go deep inside my ruh. Become unaware of everything else and make my heart completely and only aware of you. That's called marakabha. No what a wonderful zikr Allah Ta'ala us to in Quran. Wadhkur rabbaka fi nafsik tadhurra an wa khifa. Make zikr of your rub fi nafsik in yourself tadhurra with longing yearning penitently humbly khifatan silently secretly dun al-jahri min al-qawl. Dun jahri min al without any sound without any audibility without any statement, without any utterance. Allahu Akbar is straight from Quran. So you want to make the zikr of Allah's name in your button, So you should practice that. You've come here to practice your muraqabah. We've invited you here to practice your muraqabah. Hmm? You begin. Even those are your first timers, first comers. Bismillah. You begin this muraqabah zikr al kalbi. You try, you keep sitting, keep sitting. It will take you time. Nothing's going to happen in the first instant. No problem. What is there in your life that you got within one second? Is there anything in in your life? Is there any degree you got in one second? Is there any business deal you did in one second? Is there any knowledge you acquired in one second? It will take time. You have time. (laughs) You have ten days and ten nights. Subhanallah. Ten days and nights. MashaAllah, in dunya you tell people, you give me a day, I'll do it for you. Huh? That's how you talk. You just give me one day and I'll get it done. Huh? I'm giving you ten days and ten nights. Huh? Get this zikr in your heart. Get this fana in your heart. Get this connection to Allah in your heart. So very important you want to sit in Maraqaba. So one just allow the Qur'an. 100 times istighfar, astaghfirullah, rabbi, min kulli dhanbih wa tubu ilayh. 100 times salawat, dirutri fallao masandi ala seiruna muhammad wa ala ali seiruna muhammadayum wa barik wa Making masnoon du'as, this is where I left off earlier, masnoon du'as all the time. And sitting in muraqaba, one hour, two hours, in 24 hours. This is the ibadahs we want you to do. Then the different nawaf al salah. Some of you might pray some kazan in place of Nawafil Salat al Making dua. Make a lot of dua. After every ibadah you should try to make dua. You recite Quran, make dua after it. You make istighfar, make dua after it. You make muraqabah, make dua after it. Always make dua. When you make dua, Allah accept this ibadah for me, but you also make dua, that, Ya Allah, let me continue in this ibadah. This tahajjud that I'm praying, I want to keep praying it afterwards. Now I'm praying it because of suhoor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm praying tajjum because I wanted to eat. <laughs> so, yellow. after Ramadan ends, I won't have to eat at this time. Hmm? But now I have another hunger. Hmm? In the beginning of Ramadan, I woke up at this time to satiate my physical <laughs> hunger. By the end of Ramadan, you should be waking up at that time to satiate your spiritual hunger. Hmm? The physical hunger will go away when the fasting ends after Ramadan. You are here to create the spiritual hunger inside you. This is what we want in these 10 days and 10 nights. It's somehow we get spiritually hungry and thirsty. And then we drink all year. Hmm? someday That's called muraqaba. We drink all year. We eat all year. Hmm? So you should make this effort. And alhamdulillah. We have du'as of our mashaykh with us. We have du'as of our shaykh with us. That This is the mission that he's given us. So I have yakin it will happen. <laughs> because I've seen in my life shaykh gives a mission, Allah Ta'ala makes it happen. Because these are people, those of you who last year you remember, I quoted hadith to you of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Hadith that is found in the Sahih of Bukhari, and the Sahih of Muslim, and the Sunnah of Abu Dawood, and the Jami of Al-Tirmidhi, and the Sunnah of An-Nisa'i, and the Sunnah of Ibn Majah, which hadith is that, إِنَّ مِنْ ibadillah. اللَّهِ That indeed there are some slaves, servants from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Law Aqsama Allah la that if they take Allah Ta'ala's name when they say something, they invoke Allah Ta'ala's name, La'abarruhu. Allah Ta'ala fulfills their words and wishes. There are people like that. Allahu Akbar. And there will always be people like that. So these great ulaya, Allah, great mashaykh, Allah Ta'ala has blessed this ummah with, we call them kibare awliya mashaykh i Like in history you had Hazrat as Ali, Tanvir Hazrat Shaykh Ali Ismail, Zakir Hazrat Pir Hulam Habib Ram Ta'leh, more recent past Hazrat Shah Muhammad Hakim Makhtar Ram Ta'leh, our own Hazrat Ji, Hazrat Shaykh Zulfiqa Ayam and Naqshimani Daam There are few like that, few like that in the world at a time. They're called Kibari, Uliyah, Mashaikh, trikat. Allah Akbar. Allah, Allah Ta'leh fulfills their wishes, Allah Ta'leh makes their intentions come true, then we should be happy. So many Mashaikh have sat in Itakaf in this masjid in the past also sat here in this masjid, subhanallah and these were generous people they were generous in their duas, generous in their tawajjuh hmm? generous people we are living in the barkat of the karam hmm? so you should make a lot of effort you should try and strive so we are going to keep it light on you in this first night hmm? I said that to one person earlier. He said, that wasn't light. Allah Akbar. I told him just a few, half an hour, or an hour ago. Huh? Allah Akbar. I thought I kept a light on you tonight. Hmm? You can get to a strong start. We've seen really in life, those people who get to a strong start, they have a strong finish. We hmm? don't want to receive those emails anymore. That dear Shaykh, I spent sunnah off with you but now two months have passed and I'm back to my old self. You see, I'm coming out stronger because you people wrote me those emails. Yes? Oh. So now I know I have to coming stronger. And it's not just that I don't want to receive it. You don't want to write those emails. You don't want that to happen to you. Hmm? You don't want that to happen to you. I don't want that to happen to me. Hmm? So we begin tonight. 21st night, subhanAllah. Odd night of the last ten nights, subhanallah. Hmm? So you try it, try for fana, first night. Make dua to Allah. Ya Allah, I want it on my first night. Hmm? Allah Taala, dene wale. Aap wale ban Allah Taala is the being who gives and grants. Make hmm? dua to Allah. Ya Allah, I can't wait till 27, 29th night. Ya, fakir admi hu. May to aapka fakir hu. Have you seen a beggar who... You say, Ya Allah, have you seen a beggar who waits seven, nine days? The beggar wants it instantly. Hmm. When the beggar comes in front of the rich and the beggar holds out his cup, he expects instantly. So, Ya Rabbi, I'm your fakir. I'm your beggar. I've come in sunnah itikaf. I'm in your masjid. First night I want this fana. First night, Ya Rabbi, accept my tawbah. Hmm? Make dua to Allah like that. Talk to Allah these days and nights. Hmm? Open your heart to Allah. SWT. Then you will enjoy. You will enjoy talking to Allah. You will enjoy remembering Allah. You will enjoy worshipping Allah. SWT. And may Allah SWT accept this near from us. May He grant us this fana. May He keep it as baka after the siddiqah ends. Wa da'wana. And alhamdulillah. Make muraqabah. Close your eyes. Bow your head. Disconnect yourself from everything in the world. Make near that your heart is making zikr of Allah Ta'ala's name That your qalb is calling Allah Allah To come in